You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All righty, rocking and rolling, hour number three of our radio program. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We have some breaking NFL news. And when I say breaking NFL news, there's three different scales of it. One is like, eh, not a big deal. The other is, okay, kind of of relative notice and kind of something that you care about. The other is like, oh, my goodness gracious. It is big time, big time, big time, big time breaking news. I would say this is kind of like in the middle where it's a player that everyone knows. It's a player who has seen his better days. Do I think he could still be productive in some capacity? Yes, but it's not as if he's going to be the player that he was two, three years ago. Uh, According to Adam Schefter, or as uh, people that know Schefter call him Shefty, four-time pro ball running back Dalvin Cook will sign for the playoffs with the Baltimore Ravens. So the Baltimore Ravens are landing Dalvin Cook. Uh, Yesterday, I put out a tweet. First two teams I thought of for Dalvin Cook were the Cowboys and the Ravens. Would be funny if he ended up in Miami, though, after all of this. Because if you remember, this past offseason, he was practically begging to go to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins said, we're not going to pay as much as you wanted. And then he went on the Hard Knocks tour, and he ended up signing with the Jets. But now he's uh, landing with the Baltimore Ravens. I thought Dallas could be a fit because they're looking for that second back without Ezekiel Elliott, who I'll give credit. We haven't talked about this a lot this year because the Patriots have been so relevant. Ezekiel Elliott is a lot better and is in a lot better shape and could still be productive. Like, he's not a great running back anymore. But when he left Dallas, like, we thought Zeke was shot. We thought Zeke was cooked. We thought that the Cowboys were never really going to regret moving on from Ezekiel Elliott. They could have used Zeke this year. Now, the Cowboys are in a good spot. The Cowboys have everything in front of them. Sure, San Francisco, they're the team that's expected to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. But if it's not San Francisco, we had that conversation yesterday. The Cowboys are in that conversation of the next team that could maybe go to a Super Bowl out of the NFC if it's not the San Francisco 49ers. So I thought maybe they bring in Cook to kind of go uh, go to Dallas and have a compliment to uh, Tony Pollard, but ends up being the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens have brought in a lot of older players throughout the last few years. Like, I remember, I think it was last year I was watching a game, or maybe two years ago, where Le'Veon Bell, he was either wearing number 17 or 19, and he must have dropped a lot of weight because he scored a touchdown. And everyone was like, who the heck is that? 
and it was Le'Veon Bell, and he was either wearing 17 or 19 for the Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens can can use him because they're without J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the year. Uh, Keaton Mitchell was getting hot for them, the youngster, and now he's done for the season. Gus Edwards has been a touchdown machine. Justice Hill is solid. And then here's the name that probably nobody thinks he's actually on this team, but he is. Talking about older running backs, Melvin Gordon is actually on the Ravens uh, roster right now. And you talk about running backs just quickly fading. Melvin Gordon was one of them. Remember he had that whole contract dispute with the Chargers, and then he showed up late? Uh, Melvin Gordon has done nothing since uh, leading the Chargers. He actually, he cried on the radio when I was interviewing him. Right before the world shut down, this was January of 2020. It was on Radio Row in Miami, and I had Melvin Gordon on, and I was like, do you regret how all of last year played out? And usually silence is not good on the radio, Um, especially when you're relying to hear what people are saying. He was, like, quiet for five seconds, and I was like, oh, that's a little awkward. Maybe he's not going to answer the question. Maybe he just doesn't like the question. But then I was looking at him, and he was crying. He was emotional over the answer because – Sometimes when you're in a contract dispute, the business side may be different than what your heart and what your head is telling you as well. So the Ravens needed another running back. I think this is low risk, high reward. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Dalvin Cook is still this great running back because in New York now, Brees Hall, he did get back sooner than anyone could have expected coming off the injury from a year ago. Uh, But Brees Hall instantly returned back to... I don't want to say old form because it makes it be like Brees Hall's been in the league for a long time. That's not been the case. But pre-injury, there's always a a concern after the injury, and he was pre-injury Brees Hall when a year ago it looked like he was going to be well on his way to winning rookie of the year in the NFL before it ended up being his teammate Garrett Wilson because Brees Hall did get hurt. So uh, Dalvin Cook going to the Ravens, once again, low risk. I I don't want to say high reward. I'll say medium. Size reward is probably the the right way to say it because I still think he could be productive in a limited role. And let's be honest, anyone that goes to Baltimore right now because of who their quarterback is, you play on the offensive side of the ball in Baltimore, you're going to benefit because a big part of Lamar's game is Lamar gets the ball and you're thinking Lamar is going to run it. And then he hands it off into the belly of his running back, and the next thing you know, because everyone is paying so much attention to Lamar, you bite on Lamar, and then he flips the ball to Dalvin Cook or uh, Gus Edwards or whoever the running backs are, Justice Hill, and then the next thing you know, they're 15 yards upfield after making a big play. So when you look at Dalvin Cook, there were signs of his decline. I don't think he still has a lot of football left in him, but remember, this was a guy a year ago where... He was 1,100-yard rusher. Now, the year prior to that, he was also 1,100-yard rusher. And then in 2020, he ran for nearly 1,600 yards. So there has been a drop-off this year, not a lot of opportunity. I also think when Dalvin Cook was going to the Jets, it was, oh, Rodgers is there, and we're going to have a chance. I know Rodgers from the NFC North. We're going to have a chance to go compete for a Super Bowl. And then four plays into a season – Dalvin Cook has been in this league long enough where, yes, he didn't hold up his end of the bargain on the field, but mentally, the place you went to, you thought they were going to be a contender. And when you lose your quarterback and have to revert back to Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon and 
Brett Rippin, whoever the guys are playing quarterbacks for the Jets, I do believe it is tough to have the mentality of I'm giving it my all because you know this team's just not capable of doing what you signed up for. And that offensive line was absolutely horrible with the Jets. So Cook is slowing down. Cook is not the same player from 2020 and 2019, but can he have a moment or two in the playoffs for the Ravens? Can he go score a touchdown in the postseason for the Ravens? Yeah, I think he can. You know what? You'll probably get good anytime touchdown odds in the, in the divisional round because they're off the first round because they have a bye. I'm going to place a wager when that is made available. You know, I'll probably throw like 25 bucks, something like that, on Dalvin Cook anytime touchdown. Because I know you don't try to force things in the postseason, but it would be very Raven-like, and I mean that in a good way, that they sign Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook gets a touchdown. And also, Samter, you know this too. It would be very Jet-like too, where Dalvin Cook goes to the Jets, does nothing, and then he's in a playoff game where he's scoring, I don't even have to say 100, like 100 yards. He just goes on one long run, let's say 30 yards for a touchdown that helps the, the Ravens advance or put away a team, whoever it is, in the second round of the playoffs. That's It's very Jet-like, too. I mean, it is, but luckily I'm a Chiefs fan now, so I don't have to worry about it. I mean, the Jets... A Fugazi Chiefs fan. Yeah, I mean, the Jets did this to me for so long. I, it's it's almost kind of... Uh, You're used to the A torture, broken though. record. It's, <laughs> it's a smallest, world's smallest violin. Mm-hmm. I, I feel no sympathy toward Jet fans. You know what you're getting into when you put on that green and white. Uh, it is what it is. And now it's just another example of the Jets being able to be embarrassed. Finally, we can show something in the playoffs of a guy who was on our team, and now he's going to you know, run for 100 yards and win in overtime in the AFC Championship and send the Ravens to the Super Bowl. And we'll be like, he was on our team for like three weeks. How great would that be if Dalvin Cook scores the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl? The game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl to beat the 49ers, let's just say. And Jet fans are probably sitting there saying, what the heck happened with this guy all year? You know, I think that there's a rule that if he scores the winning touchdown, all the Jets players get a ring, too. So I think the Jets franchise (laughs) is rooting for that. Let's go, Dalvin Cook. All righty. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. So I did see that Mike Reese uh, was talking earlier on Get Up. And Mike Reese was discussing that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are going to meet at the end of the season. Do we have uh, that audio? Let's play that audio. This is uh, Mike Reese earlier this morning on uh, ESPN with Get Up. Team owner Robert Kraft, team president Jonathan Kraft have a meeting with Bill Belichick. That is currently scheduled for Monday. And they're going to be looking for some answers as to why things have fallen off so dramatically this season. Robert Kraft has been very disappointed with the way this season has unfolded naturally. That disappointment has been so extreme to the point that he has strongly considered moving on from Belichick. But these people also tell me, Greeny, that no decision has been made at this point, And that's why this final meeting will be so important. I think they are leaning like to one side of this. I think they're leaning more towards not bringing Bill Belichick back. But when you are with someone for 24 years and you have six Lombardi trophies in a large part because of who your coach was and also who your quarterback was, 
if Bill tells you something that you weren't expecting him to stay, I say, maybe that opens up the door for this to continue because of all the good times that you had. And I've been saying this, not just for a week, not just two weeks, for about three months, that there will be a meeting at the end of the at the end of the year. And now we know that meeting is going to be Monday. And depending on what is said in that meeting, it will ultimately determine if Bill Belichick is back or not next year. Because Robert Kraft, I would imagine, is going to play this off as we want to keep you. What are you going to do to fix this? And it's how Bill approaches that conversation. If Bill basically approaches it by saying, you know, Robert, uh, you hired me to be the head coach of this uh, football team. You know, my track record speaks for itself in the last 24 years. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, I'm not going to hire a GM. I'm going to do what I do because that's what I do, and that's what I do, and that's what I always do. Then Bill Belichick is either going to get traded or they're going to mutually part ways, fire him, whatever. It's going to ultimately determine how receptive Bill Belichick is to change. And Bill Belichick, just following him, being a fan of his for so many years, he was a great adapter in terms of game plan. But in terms of being told what to do, it's not very Belichick-like to hire a GM or to really listen to what the owner is going to say. And the other thing that I'll bring up here, Samter, is that I forget which publication it was in, but there was a report out earlier today, and I don't know if this is true or not, that Belichick wanted to keep Patricia after this past season as the offensive coordinator pretty much. And then it was Robert Kraft who was like, no, we're not doing that. Go hire Bill O'Brien. If that's the case, if that story is true, it's over for Belichick. Because I remember last year at the Super Bowl, Michael Holly came up to me. And Michael Holly's a longtime Boston uh, sports reporter and uh, TV radio guy. And he goes, I remember the year prior when it was speculating. People were speculating that Patricia was going to be the, the offensive coordinator. You were screaming on Radio Row that it will never work. That Patricia is not an offensive-minded coach, and this is going to ruin the quarterback. And he was like, you were right. So that just shows you when everyone knew it was stupid then, and then it plays out, if Belichick was actually the one that wanted to keep Patricia, not just put him on the defensive side of the ball, but keep him on the offensive side of the ball as the OC, it shows you how resistant he is to change. And ultimately, I believe Kraft is going to want to change too much, and deservedly so, that that's going to force the divorce. And let me remind you. Ooh, I like that. Force yeah. the divorce. You know, sometimes I'm... A poet, and I didn't even know it. I was not intentionally rhyming there. Uh, but I do believe that's going to force the, the divorce. And the other thing that I was going to say is when you remember when Tom Brady and Belichick had their issues, well, like, reportedly, or there's been some speculation. Some people believe this is the case. Some people believe that this isn't the case. When the whole Jimmy G thing was happening when he got traded in the season and everyone's idea was Belichick was going to eventually replace Brady with Jimmy G right when they drafted him and all that stuff. A lot of people believe it was Brady that went to Kraft 
and some people push back on this, but I'm just saying what the report was out there. That Brady went to Kraft, and then Kraft said, you're not getting rid of Tom Brady under my watch. We're going to go trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's why a lot of people are like, oh, wow, the Patriots only got, what, a second-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo when a lot of people thought he could have got more. Then, when you got to the divorce of Brady and Belichick in 2020, a lot of people thought in the 11th hour, and I was one of them, that Kraft would step in and kind of find a way to fix this because of the respect that Kraft, that Brady has for Kraft and Belichick has for Kraft. That he would kind of be the, the guy in the middle and would moderate this and would bring them both back together to continue this relationship. Well, a lot of people believe that the reason why Robert Kraft didn't do that is because he knew if he interfered with what Belichick wanted to do again and not let them settle that on their own, then he would have lost Bill as well. So I think in this case, it's just one of those moments once again where it's like, you know because of who Bill is and what Bill has done, Bill is entitled to think he doesn't really need to listen and his track record speaks for itself. But a lot of times when things start to get away from people, you have to hear things that you don't want to hear. And ultimately, I think Belichick is going to hear a lot where he's like, I don't want to do this, and I'm, and, and then he's going to find his way out of the organization. What I think is going to be really interesting is if that's true, and mm-hmm. Bill hasn't seemed to have learned anything, right? So for him to leave the Patriots, it seems like he's probably going to have to not accept certain changes that the Patriots want him to make. Yes. If that's the case, and he goes to another team with his old Bill Belichick system, mm-hmm. ideas, platform, uh, uh, organizational hierarchy, and he doesn't bring in a GM, and he goes to the Chargers, and he's in full control, I worry that he's just going to destroy another team, so, even with a good roster. I feel like Belichick mm, needs to needs to take accountability, needs to be a little bit humble. Listen, he might be the GOAT. If he's not the GOAT, he's top two or three. He's right up there yeah. if he's not the number mm-hmm. one. But even the greatest coaches have to make some changes, yeah. especially as the players and their mentalities change. And if he can't make changes, despite what's been happening the past couple of years— and granted, it's been a bad roster, but he hasn't made it any better. But he's he's part of the reason why the roster's bad. Exactly. Now, I will say this. Here's the biggest problem. There's Belichick the GM and there's Belichick the coach. I know the Patriots don't have a good record this year, but that defense has been awesome, and they've lost their two most talented players on defense because Christian Gonzalez got hurt and Matthew Judon both got hurt and didn't return. Like, their best defensive player right now is Christian Barrymore. He's a good young defensive player in this league. But that defense shouldn't be playing at the level they are and it shows you that Belichick could still coach. And also, you haven't heard any, like, tell-all piece come out. Or you haven't heard any players really trash Belichick. The players in that locker room still like Bill Belichick. I believe Belichick needs more talent. And you know what makes people put up with maybe sometimes insufferable people? Or people that want to do things their way and only their way? You win. And when Brady left, Brady needed more talent. Like, uh, Brady could have won with what he had in New England if they just beefed up the offensive line. But Brady looked at Tampa Bay, and he didn't want to deal with Belichick. They didn't want to pay him what he wanted. And he looked at Tampa Bay, and he said, they got a good young offensive line. They got Mike Evans. They got Chris Godwin. And they got a good defense. And they just need a quarterback. That doesn't turn over the football, because Jameis Winston was a turnover machine. 
Brady realized the talent Tampa Bay had. You give Belichick the talent that the Chargers have, I guarantee you, guarantee you, they will easily be in the playoffs next year. Because Bill Belichick, he could still coach his ass off. It's the talent part of this. Even if that means making Bill the GM or hiring, let's say, like a Thomas Dimitrov, a friend to Belichick, to be the person that is the GM, but everything's still being run by the hoodie. All right, this is Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let's take a break. We'll come on back. We'll talk about some potential Belichick destinations and also a prominent ESPN reporter has something to say about the job status of one Mike McCarthy. We'll tell you what that reporter has to say when we return in five minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
All righty, you can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All righty, I'll give you a few Bill Belichick destinations, assuming he does become available at the end of the season, which we still don't know how that's going to play out. I've been saying this since October. I think the way that I worded in October was the Chargers need to get rid of dumb and dumber in Brandon Staley and Kellen Moore and hire Bill Belichick. The Chargers have been a destination that we've talked about until we're blue in the face. Now, let's say the Chargers go with Jim Harbaugh. Or let's say the Chargers want to cheap out a little bit and not pay Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. Or let's just say the Chargers think they're smarter than everybody else and they hire someone that shouldn't be a head coach. And Belichick doesn't go there. Where else? Give you three destinations. Florio said it with us. Commanders. That could be one. Now, I don't know if the commanders are a great fit because Belichick is 71-72 and they need to go through a full rebuild. And you could argue that maybe the commanders are going to trade up there right now at two. We'll see how it shakes out after this weekend that maybe they're going to trade up to one and get Caleb Williams, who's from D.C. So that could maybe expedite that rebuild process because, look, the Texans, they were bad for a while. They get C.J. Stroud, and now they have a chance play uh, in a playoff game, you know, with a win in your in game this upcoming weekend up against the Indianapolis Colts. So maybe the Commanders. The Atlanta Falcons. Now, that would be weird from a visual standpoint. Because Falcons fans would have to root for Belichick, who was a part of their worst moment in franchise history when they were up 28-3 to in a Super Bowl, and they were about to win, and then the Falcons had the worst choke job you've ever seen. And Belichick was the coach of the New England Patriots. But they have talent in Atlanta. They have a good young defense that is vastly improved from where they were a year ago under a first-year defensive coordinator. And on offense, you have B. John Robinson, You have Tyler Algier. You have Drake London. I would have to think Belichick would know how to use Kyle Pitts better than Arthur Smith. You just need a quarterback. That's a big one. But Bill needs a quarterback in New England. And quite frankly, we saw Bill and and Mac Jones first year take that team to the playoffs. And the Falcons have more talent than what the Patriots have had the last two, three years. And then here's the final one. And I think you need to put two and two together. Let me preface this. I don't believe Mike McCarthy gets enough respect. I don't believe Mike McCarthy should be fired as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, even though I like to use the Cowboys as my personal pinata on CBS Sports Radio and call them the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. Mike McCarthy has done a good job in Dallas. And not only that, Mike McCarthy was greatly disrespected At the end in Green Bay, it was time for a divorce. But I think what you're realizing with Aaron Rodgers, even with how great of a player he is, there's a lot going on with Aaron Rodgers, and he's not the easiest person to work with. But there was this report by Jeremy Fowler. Not report. He just wrote an article on ESPN, and they asked him, and I think it was Dan Graziano, for their input. And this is what Jeremy Fowler had to say. All indications are... Mike McCarthy is well-liked in Dallas, and it's hard to argue with the results. I keep going back to what Jerry Jones told reporters in November. 
This team is certainly capable of winning the whole thing. If the Cowboys don't make it past the divisional round for the third consecutive year, does Jones' feelings about his team inform his decision-making on his coach? That's why I classify this one as a bit of a wild card. So all Jeremy Fowler is saying is that if they don't get past the divisional round, whether they lose in the wild card round or they lose in back-to-back years in the divisional round for an organization that Jerry Jones said, I basically don't see why we can't go all the way this year and we could accomplish anything. Does that force to make an angry and frustrated Jerry Jones do something where he changes and he thinks the team needs a new voice? I think it's a fair question. Now, I don't think McCarthy should be fired, but we got to see how it plays out and how you feel in the moment whenever the Cowboys bow out of the playoffs. And if, 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 the Cowboys move on from McCarthy, one name you will definitely hear is Dan Quinn, who's the defensive coordinator. But the other you could hear is Bill Belichick. And I know we just talked about how Belichick doesn't really work well with when people tell him what to do. But you got to remember who Jerry Jones once brought in. The big tuna in Bill Parcells. And Jerry Jones likes a big star. Jerry Jones likes a big news story. (laughs) The radio and television, I think, would break if we got a Adam Schefter report, an Ian Rappaport report. That's a tongue twister. Um, a Jay Glazer news item. It would be Glazer who would break it because Glazer's very close with the Jones family, like an Oxnard. They put him in that special tent where all the owners and everyone and all the special people in the uh, Cowboys organization go each and every summer when he's out there in California. But could you imagine we get a breaking news report, Belichick traded to the Cowboys or Belichick hired by the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, that would be a fun story. That would be a fun season. And I think Parcells only three years with the Dallas Cowboys. So there's an expiration date when it starts because it's only so long you have two alphas being able to work together before they eventually clash heads and they go, okay, we don't need to do this anymore. And Belichick also isn't a spring chicken anymore, right? He's 71, 72 years old, something like that. So those are just some destinations to monitor. Like David Tepper, you know, my best friend. You know, I, I love me some David Tepper. You know, I've never said a negative word about the man. I've never called him any names. I've never called him a jackass or a fool or a dope or a moron or a petulant pig. Nah, I've never said any of those things about David Tepper. I think it was Ack. Oh, was it Ack? Ack, Zach, that, that uh, gets confused uh, most of the time. What did I say about David Tepper? Oh, uh, you just... Uh... You didn't really say anything about David Tepper. It was me who said all these things about David Tepper. Right, I just want to make sure. You know? I was like, I don't remember saying anything about him. I don't mind saying something, but if I, if I said it, I want to know what I said. Got all that. Yes, uh, that is true. But I, I find it funny because Josina Anderson today was like, oh, watch NFC South teams. They could be in on, uh, on Bill Belichick. Like, if you tell me, okay, the Saints, maybe. Like, I don't think they're going to move on from Dennis Allen, but that's an upgrade. You know, Todd Bowles with the Bucks. That would be funny. Brady leaves New England to go to Tampa. Belichick leaves New England to go to Tampa. If you tell me the Falcons, I could see it. But the Panthers, I can't see. Because here's the problem with David Tepper. Not only is he a fool, and not only does he think he's a football guy that interferes with football decisions just because he's the owner of the team when the guy doesn't know much about football, he doesn't have any clout. He doesn't have any history. 
And I know he's a minority owner with the Steelers. But as the point person, he has been synonymous with being a joke. So all these people that say, oh, maybe Tepper will just throw a bag at Belichick. Yeah, money could maybe make people do things they don't want to do. But I believe Belichick is very well researched. He does his homework. And you may not always understand his decisions. You may not always like his decisions. But I think there's enough warning signs that Belichick knows the toxicity with uh, one David Tepper would not be worth whatever he's offering him. So to Josina Anderson's report that it could be an NFC South team, uh, yeah, everyone but the Carolina Panthers. I would be shocked if it is Carolina. All righty, it is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio, so that's something to monitor what Jeremy Fowler had to say. Uh, Mike McCarthy, where it's a wild card one depending on how they lose in the postseason. We'll take a break. When we come on back, are the Cleveland Browns a Super Bowl contender? And we also get to, right now, the biggest story in the world of sports. And it happened with our guy, Jersey Jerry, from earlier today. We'll take a look back at an old phone call that Jersey Jerry had to us right here on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Update time first. Here is the act man who did not say anything bad about David Tepper. May have thought some bad things about David Tepper, but never said anything bad about David Tepper. That was all me this week, who was just absolutely pretending like uh, David Tepper was like the uh, the boxing bag, and I was just punching him haymaker after haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. And uh, I do have a weekly appearance on WFNZ in Charlotte during the football season. And they promoted that coming up tomorrow. The Pitbull, Zach Gelb, is going to join us to take another uh, bite out of David Tepper. So I'm going to have to say some more mean things and truthful things about David Tepper tomorrow at 9.25 a.m. Eastern uh, with my guys Mac and Bone on WFNZ. But anyway, here is Rich Ackerman with the latest CBS Sports Radio update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. Uh, it is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Um, I got to get to this Barstool Sports uh, story. This is wild. Um, so Jersey Jerry, who actually used to call me, when I was doing weekend overnights before anyone knew who Jersey Jerry was or what he was going to become is now like a mega, mega, mega star at Barstool. I, I thoroughly enjoy Jersey Jerry content, but I, I don't know how this started. They have a golf simulator at Barstool and he was going to go until he gets a hole in one. Now, my first thought was, can you actually get a hole-in-one on a golf simulator? Now, I've been to golf simulators, and the best I've ever seen someone do was get an eagle from, like, 200 yards out, something like that, on a golf simulator. So, Jersey Jerry, this was, like, for a day and 13 hours, and on shot 2,627. Jersey Jerry got the hole-in-one. Now, I love Jersey Jerry. This is absolutely wild, though. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to say, oh, how did it take you 2,627 shots? I don't think that's a that crazy of a number. Now, I would say this, and I, I just wonder this, Samter, and, and tell me this makes any sense or not. If he was on an actual, like, par three, 145-yard uh, uh, par three, and we could actually see the ball and, and all that, and it wasn't a simulator, I actually think he would have got it earlier. But I don't know. Maybe it's me not trusting the technology necessarily. I don't know how accurate the golf simulator is because I've been to some golf simulators, and I have played really well in the golf simulators. And I have played to a level where I know you put me on the actual golf course. I'm not playing as well as I did on the golf simulator. Like, I'm not saying it's not totally accurate. But I don't think it's necessarily the perfect reality that we think. And even though I'm saying that if you went out there, it would be easier. But personally, I would trust myself more to get a hole-in-one on like a par-3 140-yard uh, hole when I'm physically there in person compared to it being on the uh, golf simulator. So I don't know much about your golf game. How 
what's the closest you've ever come? On oh, like to, a, to a hole-in-one? Yes. Very close. Okay. Like and within on, feet, inches. Y- yeah, l- less than, uh, like, like honestly, a few inches. Okay. Yeah, I, and I did make the, the putt to get birdie on the on the par three because nothing is more demoralizing when you go, oh, this one has a chance. It's right there, and then it rolls a little bit past the hole, and then you miss the easy putt. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah, I would think that if you're outside, I mean, listen, you have to t- take into factor um, fatigue, not just muscle fatigue, which is how tired you must be of 30-something hours of taking shots. I would think that being outside would be, probably be a little bit better of a chance. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten a few hole-in-ones on uh, on, uh, you on know, Golden Tee. Yeah, oh. on Golden Tee. And, 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 I was about to say a few hole-in-ones on the real golf course. What are we talking about well, here? Well, ironically, I actually grew up with the golf course behind my parents' home. Now, I wasn't uh, a member of the course. Bougie Samter here. But we Rich sneak- Samter. Mm, that's what I'm hearing. Well, see, the, the house wasn't connected. We actually, it was illegal for us to go over there, and we would go over there all the time. Yeah. And, like, especially at night, we were just like, shoot. And we had a par three right there. And I was like 10, 11, 12, whatever. And never did I get a hole-in-one in my thousands of attempts. But I feel like if you were just there doing it and you just had a good stroke, and especially if you just kind of got into a good rhythm, eventually it happened. So it's weird because a lot of people are like, oh, how athletic do you need to be to be a golfer and all that stuff? When you're on the actual golf course, and now this would be different because you'd just be hacking away, hacking away, hacking away, hacking away. But when you're at a range or when you're at a simulator, your arms get tired quickly. Yes. Like, the fact that he had 2,000-something swings in a little over 24 hours. Now, he went to bed, and they live-streamed him actually sleeping. There's like 65,000 people at one point watching this thing. Just live on the stream. And him sleeping was like 700. It was crazy. But your arms are probably on fire. Not only that, mentally, you're probably just fried. Absolutely fried. And you know what I find uh, very funny here? Tom Brady tweeted him. The 28-3, to like, look of Brady in despair on the sideline. He's like, Jerry, you could do it. And in less than 30 minutes, he gets the hole-in-one. I mean, we did see the Tom Brady video where they had the yeah, drone but that was fake. following. No, it wasn't. Nothing that Tom Brady <laughs> posts on social media is fake. Oh, I love TB12. I, I think he, when he is threw even that football fake a little at the moon bit. He's got bl- some work done, if you know what I'm saying. When he threw that football at the moon and blew the moon up, <laughs> I mean, like, Tom Brady's got a cannon. Yeah. Um. So here is Jersey Jerry. We're going to go back. So there is a, a podcast, very good podcast, called Brilliantly Dumb. And this is when I was on the weekend overnights. Now, this story resurfaced in 2020. But it had to the actual phone call was like either 2018 or 2019, something like that. And I was doing the weekend overnights, and I got a phone call from a guy named Jersey Jerry. And now we know who that Jersey Jerry is, but the role of the phone call was for him to get a segment on this podcast. He had to last 50 seconds on a radio show that he listens to, giving the take that Gordon Hayward is a top 10 player in the NBA. Here was that phone call from one of the weekend overnights I did many years ago. Jerry in New Jersey, next up on the Zach Gelb Show. Jerry, what do you got for me today? Hey, what's up, Zach? How you doing? It's Jersey Jerry. Thanks, Jersey Jerry. What's happening? I love New Jersey. My grandparents lived there. My dad's from there. I used to work there. My first job in radio was New Jersey. What part of Jersey are you calling from? 
Hey, I'm, I'm from North Jersey. I'm a blue-collar union guy here. Gotcha. So, so, so you go to Rutt's Hut? I'm sure you got a ripper from Rutt's Hut in your life. Of course. Uh, of course. I put down dogs like crazy over there. Yeah, give me a little chili, too, and a Frenchie and about two, three rippers. I'm good to go. What do you got for me, Jersey Jerry? There you go. Hey, hey, Zach, listen to this. Real quick, before, before I get to my point. You ever go to a, a steakhouse, Zach, right? Do you see and the size the of me? Of course I go to steakhouses. Okay, you've been to a steakhouse then. I, so this happened to me last week. I went to a steakhouse. I ordered a ribeye, medium, medium rare, right? Mm. The, mash, the mashed potatoes were excellent. Mm. The, the asparagus was to die for. You get a little lobster mac and cheese, Jersey Jerry? No lobster mac and cheese. Oh, come on. But, but I went to take a bite of my steak, and there was no seasoning on it. It was, it was missing something. Now I got something for you. I know what the Boston Celtics are missing right here. They're missing Gordon Hayward big time. I mean, huge. They are missing this guy. And I'm going to give you a few, a, a few, a few uh, stats really quick, and then you can let me go. Gordon Hayward, right? He's second on the Celtics in three-point percentage. He's second on the team in field goal percentage. Third on the team in minutes. I mean, you're talking about a guy here that does, that does the, the, the little work. He's a grinder, dies for the loose balls. I mean, this guy's a top 10 player that you're talking about in Gordon Hayward now. Now, I mean, yeah, Jersey on, Jerry, he's mission. not a top 10 player. He's been injured over the years. So there you go. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare one out. Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So that's how my relationship, my friendly relationship, started with Jersey Jerry. He called me to win some segment on this podcast, Brilliantly Dumb, and he played the game the right way. Like, you you will learn about me, learn this about me very quickly. You talk to me about food, I'll let you be on the air forever as long as you want. Because don't get me wrong, I enjoy everyone's sports opinions. I respect, to some extent, everyone's sports opinions. Not mine. Uh, that's not true. Maybe uh, that guy in Toronto that called me. Uh, that was one opinion that I didn't really respect. But uh, there's like sports opinions. You call up. You kind of know how this goes. You say something stupid. Then, you know, we kind of move on and, and away we go. But you want to talk about food? We could be here all day. I don't think I'll ever hang up on someone just as long as they're talking about food. Yeah, but what if you don't like their opinion like turkey is amazing on Thanksgiving? Well, I'll just tell you then while you're an idiot, and I'll let you make your next point. I will never directly hang up on someone just because of a food taste. Okay, so you respect my point, but you'll just disagree with it. Yes, yes. Or or do you not respect my idea that turkey is amazing on Thanksgiving? It's just stupid. I I can't tell you how many people reach out to me, and they're like, Zach, you were the voice for the voiceless on the radio. You tell me and you tell the world about how bad turkey is and how overrated it is on Thanksgiving, and I didn't have the gumption to say that. But now I could actually say it. Like Mark Hockman, who's a paid talk show host on 560 WQM, he goes, you changed the way now that my family does Thanksgiving. Because everyone agrees with what you're saying. They just weren't man enough to say it. So I'm inspirational. That's what I learned. And that's why we do lasagna over uh, turkey on Thanksgiving. And that's why Samter has a boring uh, Thanksgiving. And he's usually miserable around Thanksgiving. You know, then he cheers up around all the other holidays because they actually have good food. But on Thanksgiving, he's miserable and insufferable to work with. So... Good for Jersey Jerry, man. Uh, this dude's just going viral. His stock is is through the roof. It really is crazy. How quickly do you think you get a hole-in-one if we put you out there on the golf course, Samter? I mean, I'm terrible at golf, so it would take me months. Months. <laughs> so not a day, 13 hours.
Once again, you can stream the NFL Muscle One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You listen to every Muscle One broadcast of the NFL Live and the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Muscle One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone, AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. All righty. We will uh, be back tomorrow, Football Friday. We'll get you set for all the Week 18 games. John Kuhn is going to join us. We'll talk a little. Da-na-na-na-na. Da, 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 da. Go, Pack, go. And uh, we'll also chat it up with Danny Cannell and uh, Ryan Horvat. He's going to join us as well, try to win you some money in the college world and also the NFL world as uh, we try to win you some bets with Horvat. Great job, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. We out. Bye-bye. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.